Hello everybody, welcome to the Hai Jiu Jitsu podcast. Uh, we have a special episode today, and no, Mr. Maddie's not here, but I'm joined by another of our awesome uh, Hai Jiu Jitsu students, and we've got Mr. Sammy Adderton Johnson. What's going hey, on, Sammy? What's going on, everyone? Thanks um, for having me. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Now, um, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, um, and now, especially um, today, we're coming together because me and you have been, you and I have been working on um, some very, very uh, interesting projects and a really, really important one at that. Yeah, special stuff. Yep. Um, what's it called, Sammy? It's called the Spark Program, man. The Spark, Spark Program. I take no credit for that name. That was Sammy that came up with that name. Yep. And it's a beautiful program. Um, and we've already seen some, some beautiful impact um, that it's had. And we've only been running it for I don't know, just just got started pretty much. So yeah. um, this uh, episode today is going to be just around the Spark program and um, just uh, letting you guys know some of the beautiful things that we're doing and, um, you know, just give, building some awareness with regards to um, what's going on and also, you know, how we can get people to help because um, it takes, like, the more people that jump in on this, the more people that help, um, you know, the, the more impacts that we're going to have. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know, bring it to you, Sammy. Um, let's introduce the Spark program. So what is the Spark program? So I think, look, the Spark program was born out of, you know, for, for everyone listening online, you know, I'm a, I'm a social worker by background and, and me and John would have conversations around, you know, how do we get more young people from the community training jiu-jitsu? You know, how do we get more young kids from Woolloomooloo into the club here? and into the school and um and one of the things we talk about was you know we live in a really diverse community with um you know a lot of public housing a lot of um complex issues around you know social disadvantage and stuff like that so we tried to think creatively about how could we design something that could make jiu-jitsu accessible for every young child um because we know for for many families um that's one of the biggest challenges is being able to you know, afford, uh, there's some barriers with accessing stuff like this, you know, whether it's financial, whether it's transport barriers, you know, combination of different things. But that's where the conversations were sort of born out of. So I guess at the crux of what we try to do with Spark is um, we we seek sponsorship and funding to be able to provide access to jiu-jitsu for every child in the community, regardless of, um, you know, financial barriers and things like that. Yeah, awesome. That's so cool. And <clears throat> so because I think at the PCYC, you know, um, their mo- the motto of PCYC, get young people active in life, you know, and the PCYC started as a police community youth club, PCYC, um, and that the aim was, you know, to um, integrate the, the police with the youth of, um, of different areas so that to take away the the conflict, you know, the, the tension, um, yep. and to make a, a, a beautiful center where everyone can come in and feel comfortable and feel at home and engage in activities that, um, A, kept them off the streets, you know, and B, set them up for beautiful things, um, for, to, to build skills, you know, and to, and to have an opportunity to socialize, you know, and to be given um, other opportunities that they may not have previously had. You know, so we've got such a beautiful um, center here at the PCYC City of Sydney, and um, it took me it took a while for High Jiu Jitsu to start the kids program. I actually tried once, um, and it just wasn't taken up of wasn't taken off. 
Um, and then I think about you know 18 months ago maybe um, I started um, the the kids program at, at high jiu-jitsu. And it's, it was slow to start with, and now it's just starting to take off, really. And it's mm. been so beautiful to see everybody um, jump on, and um, just young kids. You know, the Jits for Kids class is going awesome, and the youth jiu-jitsu class is going brilliant. And I think um, it was there's always been a thought in my mind about it, it because we have to charge money, you know, yeah, because totally. you know. A, like there are parents who can afford it, and I think it's important because we are providing a service and yeah. a really, uh, like a, a, a quality service at that, you know, because totally. I really want to help these these boys and girls um, to build skills, you know, and to and to help them and to give them jiu-jitsu skills. We run the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Bullyproof Program, you know, and so we've had kids that have, you know, have um, countered the bullying and have, you know, um, gotten themselves out of tricky situations and, Part of it, a big big part of it, is the skills that we do um, on the mats, the skills that we learn, the skills that we impart. Um, and there was always like a little bit of a thought in my mind as to hold on, what if what if like somebody can't, um, uh, you know, um, pay for it, you know, because like the amount that we charge, it's a, it is a little bit costly getting started with with class, you know. So you got the monthly membership, once a month, you know, you pay. Um, um, you know, uh, a membership fee, and then you pay for you have to pay for the uniform as well. Yep. You know, sometimes at least for adults, you know, there might be competitions that come about. There might be you know all these different like extracurricular stuff on top of the um, jiu-jitsu program. So um, I, I just think it was there was a little bit of a need for this because there were times that someone would come into the class and I'd tell them the price of the, of this, of, you know, the, the program and what they needed and you'd see their eyes kind of like, oh, yeah. like they'd be taken back a little bit and saying, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. And, yeah, totally. Um, and that's something that I, 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 I don't want anybody with financial difficulties to be prevented from coming into this class or, or this school at least. Yeah, totally. You know, and I think that's why, um, that's what I'm loving about the Spark program um, already. You know the fact that the fact that we have given um, other people opportunities. Yeah. So um, I think on that as well, one of the good things about Spark is that we've identified some of those um, criteria that families can fall into that yeah. can qualify for Spark. You know, so that there is a process that we can go through and that families can go through. So, you know, for example, like um, families with you know low-income earning families or single-income single-parent families. Um, parents that may be unemployed or on a Centrelink benefit, yeah. um, families that sort of meet those criteria that they can still access higher jiu-jitsu for their kids um, and that they don't have to, you know, be, be I guess, um, disengaged by the financial barriers um, that they might be juggling as well. Yeah, and I mean, look, we live in Sydney and Sydney's expensive. It's an expensive city. And I think, you know, having kids and having multiple kids, I'm sure that the expenses are, um, can get a bit crazy sometimes. Um, <clears throat> so that's at least what we're thinking about with regards to you know helping those people who actually um, who do need it. Yeah. You know, and as you said, that criteria is really important. So if they meet that criteria, we have an application process, um, and from there we can we get the help of PCYC with the help of the community. Yep. Um, you know, and we're doing our best to do some good things. Semi, um, I think I jumped I jumped the gun a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about you know your journey in jiu-jitsu and yeah, you know yeah. how, how you got here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look, I'm a social worker by background, um, 
and you know I actually worked for PCYC for many years for over five years um, when I first started out my career over in Glebe and um, one of the big things about what I started out with over there and it sort of comes back to my JITS journey and my sport journey is that like as a kid growing up um, I grew up in a family where we didn't have a lot of money Mm -hmm. both my parents didn't work and so I never played a lot of sport growing up and um, when I got to my teenage years, you know, I sort of got in a bit of trouble and was going probably down the wrong path that I shouldn't go in. And um, this, I fell into this basketball program and the guy that ran this basketball program, I don't know how he did it reflecting back on it, but we never, we never paid any fees. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if I had to pay fees to play, my family couldn't afford it. Yeah. And um, so falling into that program i went on to play like representative basketball for a number of years and like playing rep basketball is like 700 dollars a season you know it's really expensive here in sydney and um same thing never paid a cent you know he managed to secure funding and grants to be able to and that was the case for myself and a lot of other kids from the glebe community that were really struggling um so when i started working at glebe pcyc i started a similar project over there um based on the same principles of spark um, and it was called the Indigenous Talented Athlete Program, where we would um, where we would provide um, sponsorship and support for young kids to be able to play, you know, competitive sport. Yeah, that's awesome. what I found. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone, that's my phone. I'm trying to turn it off. Um, so I guess like that's a bit of my like sporting background in terms of how I got to Spark because when I was doing that stuff at Glee PCYC, I saw the impact that it had for these young kids that never had access to any sort of structured outlet or sport Mm -hmm. outside of what they experienced at school. Um, And so once they had access to this sport or this outlet, whatever it was, um, they suddenly had these tools, you know, they had these tools to um, deal with the complex environments they were growing up with, you know, there was a few rough neighbourhoods in Glebe a lot of these kids came from, so they were dealing with a lot of daily challenges, but being able to have the same access to an opportunity that other kids got um, opened up so many doors for them, you know, and so coming here and and kicking off Spark with you here, it's the same sort of principles, it's about access and opportunity. You know, these kids that we work with now that have access to jiu-jitsu through Spark are flourishing and it's... um, it's flourishing because they have the opportunity and the access. Mm. It's not their fault that their families don't have the money to be able to afford a membership for them, or it's yeah. not their fault that their family may be dealing with, you know, complex needs around, you know, mental health or, or whatever else is going on that we know impacts some families. Um, the crux of it is that the kids in our class have the same opportunity as every other kid on the mat. And I think that's the essence of what Spark's about, you know. Um, so I guess that that's my journey to how yeah i started um in that sort of social work space and then we got to spark here um yeah so you've yeah. i guess like you've um you've been in that situation before right and it's not a it's not a pleasant one i'm sure it wouldn't feel good you know like wanting to do something but not having not having the money to do it yeah, or something. yeah totally and so you know your basketball coach um made a big difference in your life yeah massively man massively how so like what what would have what what could have happened otherwise or you know like what we instead of um what were you doing like whilst playing basketball um what could it have looked like for you like what was um what was happening around that time yeah how did it help you yeah well for me like yeah so having access to basketball and that opportunity there gave me that outlet so um you know i came from you know both my parents had issues around um you know 
addiction and different things like that. And then um, when I was 15, I actually left home and I lived in a group home in King's Cross. And my first time ever coming to the PCYC, I was 15. And I came this into- This one? Yeah, I came into Woolloomooloo. Yeah, right. I came into Woolloomooloo PCYC when I was 15 because I was living in a group home with a lot of other homeless kids. Yeah, right. And it was really rough. And I seen a few fights and I thought, fuck, I need to learn how to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to learn how to fight quick. And when you're a kid, you think like, when you're a teenager, you think boxing is the most, that's the toughest thing. Everyone's got to box, you know? Yeah, so I yeah, went, yeah. I came into this PCYC when I was 15 and our dojo was a was the gym. And it was this old, decrepit, everything was falling apart. One weight didn't match the other weight. Oh, so the actual dojo our, where Hyjits is now yeah. was the old gym. Yeah, okay. our dojo was yeah, the, yeah, weight, yeah. the weights room. And um, the boxing room was the same, but yeah, the dojo was a weights room. Okay. And it was like decrepit, falling apart, really the definition of old school. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I came in and I started doing boxing here um, and I did that for a number of years um, and stuff like that. But the thing is, when I, was, when I was homeless and living in the group home, I had so much challenges that I was trying to work through as a teenager, but I had an outlet. Mm-hmm. So basketball was my outlet. Yeah, I had this yeah. space that I could go to and it was a safe space. It was a space with good people there, working towards, you know, common goal, you know, all those sorts of learnings that you get from being engaged in those spaces. Um, so that's what I got. So I guess like the people that you're um, associating with in basketball would not have been the same people that you would have been associating with had it not been basketball. Yeah, totally. Right? Totally. So, <clears throat> I just find like I'm so interested in um, the environment that, you know, of like or one's environment. Yeah. And just understanding how that influences um, behavior. So I, I don't know. I'm looking back at my journey in jiu-jitsu as well. And I didn't. I didn't, you know, my parents are, um, were working all the time and I was never without anything that I needed, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I had a good run, I think, and a good childhood like yeah, that, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, with regards to when I was like, I started when I was 19. 19 through to now, almost 32. Yeah. Um, my friends were doing different things than what I was doing. So on a Friday, Thursday night, a Friday night, Saturday. Yeah. You know, they were nursing hangovers and going and, you know, doing things to get hangovers and, you know, drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. And I was on the mats training a lot, like the the vast majority of that time. And um, I have to credit jiu-jitsu for that as well, because I might have been in a different position as well, you know, Um, because habits are easier to form, you know, and and I see some of my friends now that didn't have an outlet. Yeah. You know, and they're in like vastly different um, situations than what I am too. But also, you know, then um, I think like one thing leads to another. Totally. Is what I'm trying to say. Totally. And, and I think the fact that, you know, at that young age, basketball being introduced to you, yeah. I think had um, an exponential effect. Yeah, definitely. Not just for that year, but, you know, like slowly, slowly you started to see um, how things could be different yeah. potentially. And, you know, this thing, and it came down to this basketball coach, right? Who kind of yeah. helped you because if that guy didn't care, if that guy, you know, didn't think about, um, people in your situation, yeah, then you wouldn't have had that opportunity. Totally. Totally. Which I, th- which I think is really, really important. And I think that's why there's such a, such a need, um, for situations like this. Totally. And it's, it's a similar, similar sort of community characteristics in Woolloomooloo that there were in Glebe when I was growing up, you know, 
a lot of public housing, a lot of social disadvantage, a mm-hmm. um, lot of families experiencing complex needs around mental health, alcohol and drug addiction, all that sort of stuff. You know, yeah, that yeah. stuff was present um, for myself growing up in Glebe and working in Woolloomooloo now. I'm reminded of it so much when I go through the streets and around the neighbourhood, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, I, so I know that like these kids are like you just said, the impact of the environment. So like the kids we get in the Spark program, they're just like every other kid there, but their life is very different off the mats. The yep. world that they go back to is very different off the mats. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we make sure that we can provide the same access and opportunity that the other kids get on the mats, and provide a space where they can learn some tools to to navigate that world that they go back into, you know? I think that's so important, you know? And then, yeah, just kind of thinking about, okay, this is a student, and the beautiful thing about jiu-jitsu is that they've got they've got a gi on, everyone mm. puts the gi on, everyone puts the belt on, yep. and they're learning how to tie them up, of course, yep. but you know, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> Some faster than others. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you think, as you said, like about, okay, they get off the mats, class is finished, and they go back home. Yeah. And some homes look incredibly different to other people's homes. Definitely. You know, and I think um, just that the, there is a real need to impart certain skills. Totally. And not just the skills of self-defense. You yeah, know, We do, like, tackle the giant, you know. So there might be a time when these students have to tackle giants yep. and pin someone down. But also, like, the need for, for, for some discipline. Yeah. You know, and also totally. the need for some order and some structure. Yep. In class, and I think just little skills like that work out to be big skills in the long run. Definitely, and that's why I'm so happy to have these students like, yeah. to, um, come in and learn and practice. And um, the students that have taken part so far, like you see them smiling, you see yeah. them in, like loving class. Yeah, totally. And, uh, so that's why I think we're on a good, we're on a good run here. Yeah, you know, I think we're doing really, really well so yeah. far. Me too, man. Me too. And I think we've got where we we. we we focus on the young kids, you know, so we really try and target those kids from five to 10, you know, five to 12 years old, like, and trying to work with kids and families early yeah. and trying to expose them to these opportunities and these environments early, you know, and, and planting that seed um, so that it's something that we can continue to build off and grow with, you know, whilst they're here and they're connected to the program. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's pretty special, man. I think, yeah, we're on the right track. I love it. I love it. Um, and so... You know, we have we have there like you know why, why are we doing this, Sammy? That's yeah, a good yeah. point. We might have touched on it a little bit, but let's be explicit. Like, why? What's this for? Man, at the at the crux of it, bro, it comes back to, uh, it comes back to equality, you know, and 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 or every young person and family having the same access to an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you. I, I know that we have a really I feel like this school has a really good social conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's good people here, people that care about each other. Um, you see that on the mats when we're training, people look out for each other. But people are conscious about stuff going on off the mats as well. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I, th- I think, I think people in our community and our school here, they get the concept that every young person should have the same opportunity as every other young person. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think. At the, at the crux of it that's what we're why we're doing it we're giving we're giving every every young kid the same chance as every other kid like um, yeah I don't know man for me that's what that's what fires me up you know like yeah. I think I used to always I would I would watch I think growing up I would watch like growing up and playing competitive um, sport at different levels and then watching competitive sport there's often an elite sort of status you get to where as a child 
if you want to be a part of you know really competitive and really successful you know engagement with sport then you need the financial support to be able to do that you need the family support to be able to do that and all the other logistics that come with that yeah um for me growing up in a really disadvantaged community i saw so many young people with the most amazing talent with zero family support <clears throat> zero financial support and no ability to access those spaces mm-hmm. um and i used to always sit back and think like okay wow like i'm looking at the you know the state rep team for basketball or I'm, or I'm watching um you know the regional finals for these these events but i'm thinking about those people that i grew up with playing that were just as talented as any of these other people yeah but they never had the opportunity or their access or support to be able to engage in it yeah and so for me that comes back to like yeah spark it's like these kids are just the same as every other kid here but if we don't have spark they never get to be a part of it yeah and it's not because they don't want to they just never have had the opportunity yeah because there's these barriers that are outside of their control you know we think about our little kids here that are five and six like that's they're not thinking about how am I gonna you know ask mummy and daddy to be able to pay for my membership you yeah. know when mummy and daddy don't have a job like mm-hmm. that's not even on their radar man they're they're thinking about like what they're watching on TV like, yeah what's um, in front of them right now yeah so I don't know man that's why I think this is important like yeah it's about access it's about equality it's about yeah. opportunity yeah and I think um, to further that uh, like we need these are inherently good kids really really good kids you know and then they might who knows like you know um if they didn't have this spark then they can go off and do some bad things you know but they were they are good kids that are conditioned in a in a less than ideal environment so with this equality of opportunity right um we uh, the reason why I, I think the why for me is to is to make a difference, you know, in this local community, yeah, which yeah. extends into like the broader community as well. Totally, because we can have some um, some, as you said, some some super talented kids with so much potential um, go out and and achieve things, you know, and fulfill yeah. um, their potential and and to and to help the people around them rather than Definitely. be a hindrance to the people around them because no one could help them at the like at an earlier time definitely and as we said we're in a beautiful community beautiful city cities sydney is amazing yeah. and there are little pockets of uh of you know areas that um are less advantaged and we have Definitely. these here in Woolloomooloo as well you yep. just have to go for a walk around yeah, here man. and you'll see that there's a big, big stark contrast sometimes between the big corporate Sydney and then what's happening yeah. like in our suburb right here. Totally. So I want this as a way to, um, to, to, to make a difference in these kids' lives individually. Yeah. You know, we see one girl that's doing the, uh, Spark. Yeah. Um, I, I think she's going to, class by class, she's been getting better. Yep. You've seen her confidence. She didn't say, yeah. she wouldn't peep a word. Yeah. Like when she first came in and now three, two, three weeks later. Yeah, totally. She's having fun now. She's yeah, talking man. back. She's yeah. like standing tall. Yeah. She's moving better. You know, totally. she's doing the techniques. She's trying. She asked yeah. me questions the other day. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is beautiful. So totally. behind that shy kid that's never really had um, a chance to shine. Yeah. You know, like where hopefully what we can do with this is, um, 
as you said, like just give that opportunity, mm. aid that spark. Yeah, man. So feed um, the spark. Feed the spark. You yeah. know, and that's that's so cool. And I'm really really happy that we're doing it. Um. So you've also got some other. So what is it? You know. So yeah. um, w- what happens with the kids? So. So what it looks. So I guess a really important aspect of the program that we've got is we've got this really good local partnership with a community not-for-profit. Yeah. So um, Weave Youth and Community Services is a, is a yeah, it's a community not-for-profit and we've got a partnership with them where we're actually able to access their community bus. Um, and so we use that bus on a Saturdays to be able to support some of the families with transport. Um, which could be a problem. Which could be a problem, man. Some of these kids, some of these, like we've got one family, single parent family, five kids. You know, so if two of them want to come, right? Two of them want to come. What's going to happen with the other three? Yeah, exactly. They can't be everywhere at once. So why should two of their kids miss out on an opportunity to be able to access something when they really want to be a part of it? 100%. It's no fault of their own. Um, and it's just some of the barriers and challenges their families experience. So anyway, we've got that on a Saturday. Um, we've supported us with free access to that, which is awesome. Um, so that's an important part of the project as well, is that we can provide some support for those transport barriers that families experience. Um, so that's on a Saturday morning. We've got yep. Mondays and Wednesdays. The kids access the program four o'clock in the afternoons, mm-hmm. just like every other kid here, um, which is really important as well. Um, I guess one of the one of the great things that came out of the engagement with the Spark program just recently is one of the parents has who brings her two girls as part of the project she um came past the community service and she said hey I, is it all right if i can drop in and print some pa- some letters out all right i was like yeah man come in print them off she had her girls with her i was like hey you girls know where i'm from they're like yeah you're from jiu-jitsu yeah. i was like yeah awesome. awesome i was like you guys coming this week they're like yeah they're so <laughs> excited and i'm like sick this is what it's about man yeah yeah, yeah. and um but as I'm talking to the mom, like she's got a lot of stuff going on. She's got a lot of stuff going on in her personal life. You know, she's printing support letters because she's got some stuff going on with court. Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy, nothing serious. But you know, this is a this is stuff that they've got going on in their lives. You know, and they're, um, they're dealing with their mom's stress as well. Yeah, right? totally. And kids aren't silly. Kids feel it. Kids yeah. feed from it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But from her just coming in and that connection with her and her kids coming to the Spark program, I was able to say, hey, like you sound like you got some things happening. Do you want me to refer you to one of the caseworkers here? Maybe she can provide you some support with this stuff. And she said, you know what, that'd be awesome. So now she's working with one of the caseworkers at the community service. So that's like one family's short journey in the Spark Project. It you hasn't know? been that long either, It hasn't right? even been that long, man. But they've come in, their kids are getting the same access and opportunity as every other kid in Woolloomooloo to learn Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. And through the partnership we've got with the local not-for-profit, now the fam- now this parent is receiving support for some of the issues that she's got going on, you know? So, like, um, in a lot of sense, in, a, in its essence, Spark is is simple concept, but there's also, like, some complexity to the partnerships that we've got too and the support that we're providing. So yeah. I think that's a really great case study, like, to tell people about how it, this is something that's been able to support the kids but also link the family up as well with some things that they might need most definitely i think the most important thing sammy when you're in a bad spot and i think everybody is in like can be can find themselves in difficult positions and whether that's financial or like personal anything really professional whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it's very important that we realize that we learn that we understand that we're not alone yeah yeah that there's people totally. out there like sammy here you know yeah. who um 
and all of us at Higher, you know, who are there to help. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I'm so grateful to have a beautiful community of, of, of people at Higher Jiu-Jitsu. And, you know, there are all these other community programs and community services yeah. that where people don't have to feel alone. Yeah, definitely. You know, and people are there to help. There are other people there who are willing to, to offer their hand yeah. and, and help, you know. Definitely. And, um, yeah, I just love the fact. I remember back in the commune, Sammy, we had a few students come in from around the area. Um, not just the area, but, you know, other, other families as well. And yeah. there was never, I always wanted to help. I've always wanted to help. Yeah. But there was never anything formal, never anything concrete. Yeah, yeah. So it was hard to, gener- to generate any momentum. You know, yeah. it was a bit more on just a case-by-case basis. Yeah. But um, so thankful that, you know, you've, you've, we've come in and, like, we're, we're doing this together. And now we've got something, like, tangible. Like, yeah, it's definitely. the Spark. You definitely. know, it's the Spark program. Um, and it's me and you and it's the it's the it's the community i think that's the most important part here totally because we can't do totally. it together it's not just us yeah. like you know we're we're working hard on this but there's only so much that we can do totally you know but um semi can you tell us how can people potentially help yeah, like okay. um what's a way that, that our listeners here can um, can get involved. That starts with the higher jiu students, yep. you know, and we can talk more about other people. Um, yeah, as definitely. Well. Look, I think there's some. There's a few really key ways that people can help. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, a big part of what we do is we we fundraise and generate as much funds as is what we can to be able to offset um, the costs for families to be able to engage. So, yeah. In this so stuff. what are the costs again? So so basically, what we're doing with the Spark yep. is we offer kids um, free tuition. Yep. And we give kids um, a, a free gi as well. Yep. Okay. So that's like, what is it? It's $120, $140 for the gi, $120 per month for kids training three times per week. Yep. You know, so so already there's a bit of cost there. Yep. So? Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, so we've got cost. So per kid comes with a per cost that we try to generate funds for to be able to sponsor yep. a spot to be able to offer to the community. Um, I guess one of the best things about that is, yeah, obviously we can encourage our community to be able to, you know, donate, engage. We've got the comp coming up, trying to engage as many people to sign up. Yes. Tap me out in the first 10 seconds. I'm sure many people will. Um, But have a bit of fun and know that the money that you pay to register is directly going straight to something. I think we were saying before we got onto this podcast, like that's what's so great about Spark is that there's so many... Um, social causes and fundraisers that are seeking funding and stuff and it's yep. all it's all completely worthy no doubt but how awesome and how rare is an opportunity where you actually get to be able to um, contribute something and, and really be able to see the fruits of it growing in front of you you know so like for, for any person that donates any money or or is a part of the upcoming comp they know that that money goes directly to those kids that are in those kids classes and whenever you come into a kids class when you're getting ready for you know your weekend class or whatever yep. you're seeing those faces and you're knowing firsthand like yeah man I'm a part of that I've contributed to that um, you know and I think that's special because you don't special. see it a lot man yep. um, so I think that's one way I think um, we've also got a lot of members that have you know really broad connections and they're, they're senior professionals doing lots of great stuff and I think this is always a great opportunity to um, promote 
these sorts of initiatives amongst different corporate giving and social giving opportunities um, yeah, yeah. and things like that. So for anyone that's listening that's a part of that and thinks that they work or they're a part of an organisation that, you know, would get behind something like this, reach out to John, man, have a conversation because, um, again, these are these are really great opportunities to actually see firsthand the fruits of, of what you're contributing to. Um, I, think that's, I think that's huge, Sammy, because... Um, and as you said, of course, a lot of the charities, like we're not assuming any funny business at all, but you know, let's say you donate to Red Cross Australia. It's like, yeah. okay, here's my $50 and it's gone. Like you don't ever, yeah. nothing ever comes back. You know, totally. here, we used your $50 on this or that. Whereas we can show you firsthand the, the, the students who yeah. are, are, are a part of this program and Definitely. seeing their progress. Yeah, totally. You know, and you can see them on the mats, like laughing, smiling, playing, yeah. Yeah. Um, learning. You know, and you know, you can have a conversation with the parents as well, and ask yeah. them what's going on and how how their kids uh, have changed yeah, you know, on the mats and off the mats as well. So definitely, um, I think that's I think there's a lot of charity, like a lot of like um, opportunities to be altruistic, you know. Yeah. But um, it's it's rare that you get to see it so direct and yeah. see the effects of it so direct. So totally, um, totally, yeah. So that's why people, hey. Uh, students of higher jump on that mat and let's compete let's have some fun we're doing this internal competition on the 26th of september the spark 2.0 it's our second ever internal comp um, and it's going to be plenty of fun and know that all the funds raised um on that competition it's 50 dollars to enter you know um and you're going to have at least four matches and it's going to be plenty of fun um it's going to be an experience for you and know for a fact that you know, the, the money there is going to a very, very good cause. Totally, totally. Um, uh, just something else to think about. Like, you know, if you're, if you know somebody who is in a tough position yep. um, and who might be eligible um, for a spot in the Spark program, um, send over our details as well and let's Definitely. get in touch. Definitely. Because um, I'd love to talk more about it. You know, and um, we have, you know, a, a survey to fill out and a couple of little forms to fill out just to get a little bit of information about, you know, where you're at and, you know, how we can help as best as possible. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're here. We're here for um, for the community. Totally. Um, you know, so if you'd like any help, you know, um, just let us know for sure because we're, 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 that's what we're here to do. That's it, man. Um, Sammy. Um, yeah, so, you know, also, I've got here written down, like, you know, if you want to, like, get in touch is what I'm trying to say. You know, if you want to help um, and you want to help directly to the program, then um, get in touch and, and speak to us um, because there's so much that can happen right now. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few people that I've talked to on the mats and stuff about it and they've asked questions and things like that, which is cool. Um, and they want to support as well. And I'm, yeah. I, and I, I, I guess my first thing, I'm like, sign up for the comp. Yeah. Like, jump yeah. on the comp because that's that's some fun you're going to have and that's 50 bucks going straight to some families and kids to be able to access this stuff um some people are like yep sweet i'm signing up some people are like oh i still don't think i'm going to sign up but i really want to donate yeah, yeah so yeah maybe we can try and um see if there's another way that those people that maybe they're injured or they got some other stuff going on sure. they can still contribute somehow as well yeah beautiful that sounds that sounds um perfect sammy are there any other things you want to say about the spark now that we're here now that we, um, um, any, any other parting things to say? Look, I just think it's the start 
I think we both know that it's the start of something special. Yeah. Um, you know, like like with how high I got to where it is now and, you know, from little things, big things grow. And I think we've really kicked it off since post-COVID and we've, we're already seeing the impacts that it's having on young people and families in such a short space of time. So I think if we just keep keep moving forward and, and, and keep with the, um, you know, the principles of why we're doing it and how we're doing it, yeah. I think only great things are going to come. So it's just a real pleasure to um, do it here with our school because I know our school is one that's, you know, really on board with this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we look out for each other and we think about community. And so, you know, it's just exciting and, and it's great to share it and talk about it with everyone else as well. I love it. I just want to say... Um I think we're very lucky to have you on board as well. And we have such a um, inspired um, Sammy, you know, who's here, who's, uh, you know, you've you've been through this stuff as well, you know. And I think um, coming from with, with your, like, experiences, you know, and your job right now and, um, and your background, um, I think there's no one, like, better to lead this, you know, than you. And um, I'm just so happy to have a partner in crime you know to work yeah. together with yeah. so thank you for that oh, and good. more than anything like I'd, I'd, I'd love to see so many more kids jump on the mats and just enjoy and fill up our classes and um, learn learn this beautiful art of jiu-jitsu because jiu-jitsu I've seen the effects on adults I've seen the effects on kids and teenagers and um, the families around them yeah and it's like for the most part it's it's so positive totally incredibly positive in many different realms and um, our kids program isn't just skills on the mats mm. we're doing some things you know to, to take the jitsu skills home yeah you know yeah. and so and so we're looking to develop um, wholesome kids you know like well-rounded kids not just kids who are ready to fight on the mats not kids who are going to a competition to, to medal yeah, yeah you know we're looking for kids who are who want to grow up with honor and, and do things the right way totally um, and so that's why that's where we're going with this you know it's not about um, anything else but to, to help these students and to help these people um, now and in the future so um, yeah thank you everybody so uh, thanks guys for listening Thank you for getting involved in the Spark program. I'm really excited about it. I'm sure Sammy is as well. Always, man. Um, And yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, people. (laughs) Hey, you said one too. Beautiful.